Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Hi, it's morning here in Australia and uh, I want to put this question out to you. Did you wake up this morning before the alarm clock or did you wake up with the alarm clock or you don't even have an alarm clock? Well, if you woke up before the alarm clock, that means you've got voices in your head. And if you've got voices in your head, that means something is going on there that wakes you up before the alarm clock. Well, it's not bad news. Everybody's got voices in their heads. In fact, I probably have more voices than you, so be at rest. Now, what do these voices in our heads tell us? Well, most of the time they bring worry, they bring uh, anxiety, they bring fear, they bring, uh, uh, they can bring joy as well. They are our thoughts, our thoughts that start working a lot of the times way before we wake up and later on as we fall asleep or they don't let us fall asleep. You know, it's estimated that we can have anywhere between 6,000 up to 60,000 thoughts a day. So I don't think that estimation is any good to us because, you know, it's such a broad range. Nevertheless, we have thoughts. Our mind goes on nonstop. Basically, even when we sleep, I think we, we, we think of something. That's why we have dreams. But how, do we, how aware are we of our thought pattern? Where do our thoughts go? What do we think of? How can we have clarity in our thoughts? And I think this topic is quite interesting because we all think about our thoughts. So today I want to go deep into our way of thinking to understand uh, and have clarity in our thinking. If you haven't until now downloaded the show notes, let me tell you that in the links provided with this podcast or videocast, you will find some show notes and you can click on that link and download these show links because uh, you can follow a little bit of what I'm talking about today. And um, we are in episode nine and I've titled this episode Clarity in Thoughts. I did this last night just before I came in and there was a lot of thinking beforehand. Let me tell you that. Now, just before I go into the notes, let me tell you something. Nobody talks to ourselves more than we talk to ourselves. So nobody has a more influence on us than we ourselves. So what do we tell ourselves? And this is the big question. What is going on in our head? What do we tell our mind to do? Our mind, our brain basically does whatever we tell it to do. It doesn't just wander off. Sometimes it does, but it shouldn't. We should tell our mind what to think. But uh, we have to have that clarity before we can tell our brain what to process. So today we're going to develop an understanding on how to have clarity in our thinking, in your thinking. Understanding your thoughts, I wrote here something very interesting. Our thoughts matter. I'm sure that if you were in a room with me right now and I said to you, raise up your hand if you believe that your thoughts matter, I'm sure everybody would raise their hands because the, 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 the thoughts that we have matter 
our cameraman has raised up his hand because he knows this is very important. Why do they matter? Because they initiate understanding, meaning, desire and emotions. It starts with the thoughts, it starts with a desire, it starts something in our, in our mind so we can process those things. That's how we give meaning to what goes on in our head, to what goes on around us. It's how we interpret these things in our thought patterns. This is how we understand things through our thoughts, through the way we interpret things. This is how our desire and emotions are affected through our thoughts. Where do thoughts come from? Now, let me tell you that philosophers, psychologists, and even theologians have been preoccupied with this for millennia. Basically, for centuries, over and over again, sometimes they said that they, came, it, they come from within, others said that they came from the outside, and they had a, a fight with this. Uh, where do thoughts come from? Well, they come from both outside influences and also our inner core, our hearts. You say, but our heart doesn't have a brain, only our brain has a brain. Well, I'd hate to disagree. Our heart does have a brain. It has neurons. And it can process things in the heart, independently of our brain. So we are born with something that we can process. And we have our DNA that stores up information and thoughts about us and how we are going to think. So when they come from the outside, they are linked to experiences that we've been through. They are linked to our learning, what we've learned when we were little. They... they refer back to our upbringing, how the parents raised us, how the teachers taught us, how our grandparents influenced us, how our neighbors, the children we played on the street with. Then also they, they are linked back to our relationships, relationships with parents, relationships with loved ones, relationships with teachers in the past, with those people with whom we spend a lot of time with. And they are also pre-programmed in our DNA. So they do come from outside, those influences that have influenced our life and sometimes conditioned our life to think that way, because that's what we learn when we're little and throughout our lives. But they also, there's also an aspect of our thoughts that comes from our DNA, our very own core of being. And that's why I call it from the heart. Uh, a lot of people don't consider that they're hard things, but I believe that something is deposited in us when God created us, in our DNA, so we have a perplexity or direction of thinking. Uh, so for example, if I, if I like cars, and I was born with uh, uh, an attraction toward cars, I, before I even probably see cars, in my DNA, I will have that attraction in me because my thought pattern will be guided in that direction because it's, some, it's something, it's, it's inbuilt in me. And the moment I see that object, something will happen, something will trigger inside me to start thinking about that and then to imagine more and visualize more and I will go in that direction. That's why we often say that our children are born, oh, he was, he's, it's, he's got a talent or he... He just picked it up just like that. Well, we tried that and he wasn't interested. But then, you know, we tried swimming and he wasn't interested. But we took him to footy and all of a sudden he, he was just playing footy like he's played footy all his life. Now, how was that child able to perform like that? He had that in his DNA. He was pre-programmed with that in the very core of uh, that person's being. Obviously, this is honed and developed as they grow up. So just a little bit to understand our thoughts. 
Now, clarity in thinking comes both in the unconscious thinking, but we've got to have a higher thinking. So we have an unconscious thinking, which is random, which is pointless, which is noisy. So it's just like when your mind goes away. You know, so many times our mind just wanders off during the day. And I'm sure that, you know, it, it's happened to you as well. It's happened to me all the time. We've got random thoughts. Basically, it's basically, it's like we've switched off and we allow thoughts just to creep in or fantasies or desires to just come in. They're very random. They're not helpful. They are pointless. They have no reason to be there. They have no direction. They have no point to be there. They are noisy. Sometimes they, they take away our ability to think properly, to focus. They make a lot of noise in our head. They're unhelpful. And my favorite word is unresourceful. So this is how I uh, educate myself or this is how I manage myself. I ask myself quite often during the day, is my thinking resourceful? Is what I'm doing right now or what I'm giving this real estate of the mind to right now, is this resourceful or is this unresourceful? It's not about right or wrong. It's not about good or bad. Is it resourceful? Does it bring any good at the end of the day? So it's a good filter to filter your thoughts through. And if I allow these unconscious thought patterns to creep into my life, to creep into my day, these will lead me to worries. I'll start worrying about things, to doubts, to fear, to negativity, to overwhelm, to busyness, to clutter. A clutter in the head to overthinking, to guilt and to stress. I mean, most of the things that we tell ourselves are either things of the past, should have, could have, would have, things of the future, I may or I may not, I dream or I don't dream or I'm afraid of, of what will happen, or guilt of the past and we, we oscillate between past and future and we don't leave the present. Now, when we oscillate between the past and the future in our thought patterns, we miss out the very best part of us, which is in the present tense. Now, what happens in our mind is based on the experiences that we've had, we allow fear now to come in, doubt to come in, guilt to come in, and then most of the things that we tell ourselves about the future or even about the present are not a reality. They are false. They are lies. We actually lie to ourselves. We deceive ourselves. And these lies that we tell ourselves, they lead us into more fear, into more anxiety, into more clutter in our head, into procrastination, into whatever it is that takes us away from our goals. So it's very important to understand what goes on in our thinking, in our heads. Unresourceful men mental chatter, I wrote there, drains your energy. When you start thinking about thoughts or, you know, entertaining thoughts that are not helpful for you, they will drain your energy. You actually go there, you process that in your mind, you waste your energy there. Sometimes you think that that's a reality and it's not. It's just in your head. It takes you focus away. So rather than focusing on what you're doing, focusing on being present with the person that you are, your mind wanders off. It leads you to procrastination. How many times, because of your thoughts, you put something off, you thought, oh, I'll do it another day, just because you wanted to go with your thoughts somewhere.
It leads to irritation. It irritates you. You feel guilty. Why am I doing this? This really irritates me. Why do I still have this thought in my head? Why do I dwell on it? Why is this happening? So this make you feel guilty and promotes inconsistent motivation. So in your mind, you may be motivated one moment, but then because this thought pattern comes in, you get demotivated at the same time. For example, just last week, I, um, on Friday afternoon, late afternoon, I received some bad news through the email, right? Now, between Friday 4 p.m. and Monday 8.39 a.m., there's absolutely nothing that I can do towards that email because even if I reply to those people, they will not answer that email because it's a business, right? So now I can dwell on that and start thinking and start worrying about everything else that could go wrong because of that email and, you know, destroy all my weekend. Or I can say, I will deal with this on Monday morning, you know, when I'm able to communicate and talk to somebody. You see, I take hold of my thought, I take hold of what is happening in the situation, and I realize that there is absolutely no reason for me why I should dwell on it, why I should spend my time on it, because even though it, it, it upsets me and is unresourceful, the more I think about it, the more I will spend time on it, the worse it will make me feel. So even though the, the thought comes it, I reject it, and I say to myself, thanks for reminding me, I will deal with that on Monday. So I don't fight the thought, but I just put it off for a while. So I can focus on the things that are important and be with my family and enjoy the beautiful day and just enjoy life until Monday when I have to deal with that problem. If I allow that problem to become so big by Monday morning, I am already depressed. But if I allow that problem to just sit there and pause, I will deal with it on Monday. It's probably not even that much of a big deal. You know, it probably it's going to get sorted in one phone call or one email. So, but I don't let myself be dragged into the downward spiral. So, these inconsistent thoughts, these, these unconscious uh, thoughts that really drag us down, we call these thoughts below the line. So imagine if there's a straight line, some thoughts will be below the line and some thoughts will be above the line. So think about it, every time you start thinking negative thoughts or thoughts that are unresourceful, you are going below the line, you're going into minus one. Another thought, you're going into minus two, minus three, minus four. So throughout the day, you play, it's almost like a game, whether you go below the line or you come above the line and see where you finish the day. You want to stay always above the line and not let yourself be dragged down. Thoughts you should eliminate from your mind. These are the thoughts that should not even be in your mind. So you choose what you do with those thoughts. So I said, yes, to have clarity in your thinking, you must be aware of the unconscious thinking, which runs away, runs wild. And also be aware that you can have a higher thinking, a higher way of uh, processing the things that are coming your way. This higher way of thinking, which is attractive to all of us, I'm sure to yourself as well, is intentional. You choose your thoughts. You choose what you will think of for the next half an hour as you drive. You choose that fantasy, that imagination or whatever, the visualization probably is a better term of what you will give that time to, that focused time to. Um, be peaceful, choose peace in your thinking. Don't, don't choose to be aggravated by anything. 
you can choose to have peace in your mind, be quiet, be still, still in the mind so you can process things, um, be solutions-based. So let your thinking be not problems-based, but solutions-based. Don't focus on the problem too much, but focus. So identify the problems, the issues that need uh, some sort of a solution, and then focus on the solution. Focus on values you esteem. So think about the values you have in your life, the priorities, the standards, the high standards that you have in your life, and let your thinking be governed by those. Always say, okay, in, because I value this, I'm not going to be dragged down in that thinking pattern. Because I value truth, I'm not even going to, consider, uh, going to consider lying or manipulating this or going one way or another. I don't even go there because my value of truth is so much higher than that. Um, so let your, gov uh, your mind be governed by those things that you value the most. Tap into those thoughts to have greater clarity in making plans. So when you make plans, tap in the higher thoughts. Stay up there because they will give you greater clarity. They will help you implement those plans. They will help you focus on the things that are important to you, on what matters to you. And then they will help you find the motivation and direction so you can achieve that which you've planned. They, a clear mind will also give you uh, a very creative and productive mind, a ready mind to do wonderful things. So you can't create things in chaos. You can create things when you have a clear mind, a relaxed mind, a peaceful mind. So find those places or find those situations that relax you so you can have that clarity in the mind. These thoughts are the thoughts that are above the line. The thoughts that you choose to think that are the higher thoughts that are aligned with your values, with your priorities, and with your higher standards. And these are the thoughts that we call thoughts above the line, thoughts you should intentionally tap into. So during the day, as you remember the, the horizontal line, just remember, if the negative thoughts creep in, you're actually going into minus, you're going into a negative territory. You're, you are going beyond, uh, below the line. But if your thoughts are higher thoughts, you're going above the line, and that's where you want to go and stay throughout your day, so you finish the day always above the line. Don't get these nitty-gritty little thoughts creep into your mind. Okay, how do you achieve greater clarity? Well, we have them in the notes there. There's three aspects or three ways you can achieve greater clarity. Number one is breathe. Learn to breathe. Learn how to clear your mind through breathing. You know, I mean, most places where you go, they say, oh, just take a deep breath. People say, you say that to your children. Take a deep breath. Well, a deep breath actually works. People wouldn't say that it didn't work. It does work. It does work to take a deep breath. You go outside where, where the tension is gone from the room or from the situation you're in. You go, go outside and just take a really, really deep breath and then release it very, very slowly. Do that about three or four times. You will see how the tension goes away. The stress just eases. Your body is oxygenated. Your body gets, gets reset in a way. Your mind gets reset and it really, really helps you. Learn to go in nature. Be aware that you need to be outside. Be aware, whether it's cold, if you're in Europe right now and it's still cold, or you're in the southern hemisphere and it's nice and warm, it doesn't really matter. 
make a good habit to go outside as often as you can. Go on, on uh, walks, on runs, on swims. Also observe nature, observe nature, how it behaves, observe people. And just get in tune, get in tune with the rhythm of life, get in tune with breathing, get in tune with running, get in tune with activities, with the seasons, with the sunrise, with the sunset. When's the last time you watched the sun, uh, a sunrise? When's the last time you watched the sunset? You know, are you aware? Are you, do you live life? Do you, do you live with nature? Or do you just, life just happens to you? You're always in a car or in an office or in, in a building. Get out there, enjoy life, uh, enjoy the surroundings and be present in every situation. When you breathe, you are present. So just focus on your breathing as well because this will help you have a clearer mind. Number two, choose your thoughts. Yes, choose your thoughts. Learn to become aware of your thoughts and do not let them drift away. Don't go into those zones where you are zoned out, okay? Don't let them drift away. You can actually control your thoughts. You can tell your mind where to go and what to do and what to dwell on. Unconsciously, it will run away, but the more you come to grips with this, with this awareness, the more you will be able to guide it in the direction that you want it to go. You are the owner of this decision, where your mind goes and when your thoughts go. So become aware of what, what's going on in your head and you control those thoughts. Deal with negative thoughts by being full of gratitude and choose the best thought in each situation. And I said there, don't fight the thought, move to a higher one. You can't really fight the thoughts in your head because the thoughts will bring you so many arguments. Your ego will bring a lot of arguments to think that which you shouldn't think. So what you do is you, your heart is full of gratitude. As I said earlier in the example that I've given you, if a, a thought comes to you with fear, you just say, thank you for reminding me, I'm not there anymore. So rather than say, I, I will not think that, or you know, get away from me, or you know, you can't fight that because it will nag you. But what you say is, thank you for reminding me, I'm no longer there. You know, thank you for reminding me or thank you for prompting me. Now I have a higher way of thinking. I'll come back to you maybe another day, but not at the moment. So always you have to replace the negative thoughts with higher thoughts. You cannot not think. So no matter how much you try, you can't go in your nothing box. I know people say that men go into a nothing box. Well, <laughs> there is no such thing. Yes, you can sit idle and maybe drift away into another zone. Uh, and, but you cannot not think about anything. So you're always thinking of something, so you might as well think of something useful. Number three, decide your higher values. So be intentional about your higher values. Be intentional of what you want to think about, so that when you have time to think, you shift your focus in that direction. Decide what your priorities, values, and standards are, and begin to live by them. What are your values? What are your family values? What are your truth values? What are your business values? What are your priorities in life? Look at your diary. Look at where you spend most of your hours of the day. Those are your priorities. What are your standards? How wonderful these standards are. Look at those, define those for yourself, have an awareness of them, and then live by those standards, live by those values, and engage in life thinking about those things that are important to you and move to that higher values, those higher values that you have. Your thoughts will generally align to your values 
and your values to identity. So ask, ask yourself who you are, who is your identity, and we are going to get into this a bit later on in future episodes. But think about your identity because out of your identity you get your values. Out of your values you get your thoughts, out of your thoughts you get your meaning, and out of your meaning, the interpretation of your thoughts, you get your emotions. So everything is linked and you have the thoughts just play a part in everything that goes on into your mind. So clarify your identity, clarify your values, and you will have higher thoughts. The result of having higher values means higher thoughts. And then interpret those thoughts in a, in a better way, with better meaning, with better, more, more attractive, more above-the-line thought patterns, and then you will feel happier emotions because your thoughts now are higher thoughts. So I hope that this, this gives you some clarity so you can move into a, a thinking full of clarity because this is very important. I want you to have a sound mind. I want you to have a clear mind. I want you to have a ready mind. I want you to, to think positively, to think properly, to think full of hope. And that begins with the decision to make this happen. This begins with an awareness of where your thoughts go during the day and uh, obviously with defining the values and priorities that you have and then having your thoughts match those priorities and values. Application. I want you to keep a journal of your thoughts during the day. I know, you know, when you've got 6,000 or 7,000 thoughts, you can't keep a full journal of all of the thoughts that go in your head, but at least ask yourself this question. Is that thought above the line or below the line? Is that a negative thought or is that a positive thought? Out of the thoughts that I have during the day, how many of them are negative? How many of them are positive? Am I fighting over the line? Am I going down and then coming up? Am I zigzagging all day up and down and up and down? Or am I living above the line? Now aim to live above the line with all of your thoughts. Occasionally you might drift away, but quickly come back. And then have clarity in your thinking. Now, if, if this teaching is wonderful for you, do share it with others. Maybe there are friends that would love to hear this teaching. So make sure you give them you know, a link uh, through Messenger or through an SMS or whatever means you use for communicating with people or on the social media. And distribute it, share it with other people because they will love, they will love you for it and they will love me hopefully for it as well. And hopefully they'll give us five stars as well on the podcast links so we can promote this even further to other people. I value the fact that you spend these minutes with me week in, week out. These are important to me. And I do, I do want to make sure that this gets through to you, that you make an understanding of it, that you can apply it in your life and just become a better person in everything so you can bless other people around you. Stay tuned for another episode soon. And in the meantime, um, have clear thoughts. Stay above the line, and I hope you'll do really well. Do send me some feedback if this works for you, and if we can serve you in any other way better. Thanks for being with me today. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla, and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.